Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your host. Today's episode is going to be about your higher self, whatever that means for you, because everybody's idea of what their higher self is, it can be rooted in a more secular idea of it, your future self maybe, or it could be more spiritual, like whatever, however this resonates with you. But one thing I really want to talk about when it comes to thinking of your higher self, right, the person that you look toward for guidance, for advice, it might be your future self who has experienced all these things, tapping into that version of you, right? That person that you're trying to get to or trying to be or trying to align with is still a human. And it's important to recognize that and accept it because if you see your higher self as anything other than human, you will probably self-sabotage your journey to getting to that person. What I mean by that is I think when we romanticize our idea of what it means to be this higher version of ourselves, we risk looking at this version of ourselves as something that is unattainable. So it defeats the purpose of actually trying to align with that person and how they show up and how they act if you feel like getting to their level of perfection is unattainable. Now, this is for all my fellow perfectionists out there, right? Because I think it's it's us who struggles with this the most. Some people might have uh, no problem looking at their higher self, asking their higher self for advice, again, whatever that means for you, and aligning with them and and feeling like, you know what, I am acting in accordance with that person. You know, I am acting in the way that I think they would tell me to act or the advice that they would give me. I think those of us who are perfectionists struggle with this because the idea we have of our higher selves is our perfect selves. And our perfect selves is not real and cannot ever exist because perfection doesn't exist. Our higher selves do exist, right? They are the version of us that we know is both you know, acting in accordance with our values, our morals, our, you know, needs, our safety, all that stuff, while also still being human, because we cannot separate ourselves from our humanness. Uh, Our humanness is what defines how we show up, really, right? Because we have a human body, and simply our human body is not perfect. It never will be, right? It has flaws. It does things that we can't control all the time. It gets injured, like, So to see yourself or see your higher self rather as a perfect version of you, it's unrealistic and you cannot attain it then because you will never be perfect. I know that's hard for perfectionists to really, to really, you know, internalize, right? You will never be perfect and that it's not a scary thing to accept and acknowledge that. It's actually a really freeing thing that you will never be perfect because perfection does not exist. So how you are right now is in a sense perfect uh, in this general sense of it because you are perfectly imperfect, right? As you are right now is exactly as you need to be right now. Like, you know, there's some things that we just cannot control. The things we can control though, of course, can be in alignment with this higher version of ourselves. The version of ourselves that we know is acting in accordance with all the things that we want to act in accordance with. And we know we can, right? We can do those things. Maybe we're not letting ourselves do those things, right? Maybe we are self-sabotaging because we feel like we're not good enough to do those things, right? Maybe we feel like we're not capable enough, smart enough, whatever. Or maybe we just ultimately maybe are a little bit lazy (laughs) because we realize there is some effort that goes into it, right? And I don't want to use the term lazy all the time because I think so much goes into what makes someone lazy, quote unquote. Um, There's a book about this, Laziness Does Not Exist. I think I read it a couple of years ago. I can't fully remember it now, so I don't want to give like a raving review about it. But if you're interested in reading about that, I know there's a book about how laziness is not real in a sense. 
Um, because I think there's so much that underlies laziness. It's not just that you are a lazy person, because I think that ties morality to work, right? As in, if you're not doing work or you're not productive all the time, you are lazy. And to be lazy is to be, you're just a bad person now. You know, you're just morally wrong. No, there's reasons why people get lazy, rather feel more unmotivated or can't bring themselves to do something. There's there's so many things underlying that, right? So finding out what that is for you. But sometimes in some cases, yeah, like I'm lazy. I just don't want to. Like it's just the effort put, to put into this effort is just going to be tiring and exhausting and painful. And yeah, sometimes we don't want to do that. <laughs> so there are many reasons why we aren't acting in accordance with our higher self and with the things that we can do, right? Again, we cannot control everything. We cannot always show up fully in the ways we want to show up, right? But the things that we can and we, we're not doing them, you know, that's what I want to focus on here because those things that you can step into to be in accordance with your higher self, great, do that. But still look at yourself, your higher self, this ultimate version of you uh, as a human being because when you get to that person, it might be your future self, right? Your your higher self might be this future version that you're looking at, right? When and if you get to that version of yourself, you won't be in the state of perfection that you might be thinking you will be in when you get to that version of yourself, right? So say you get to this higher version of yourself. You are acting in accordance with your morals, your values, uh, showing up in the ways you want to. You're staying on top of all the whatever, whatever tasks you want to do. You're also being compassionate towards yourself because that is part of being your higher self, right? Compassion, self-love, like, so show, showing yourself that love, compassion, the leeway to not do things all that, like, you know, all that stuff. When you get to that higher version of yourself because you're aligned with all those things and you realize you're actually imperfect still, because of course you are, because to be a high, your higher self is not to be perfect or to seek perfection because you also have to seek compassion. And to to be compassionate towards yourself is because you are not perfect, right? You're showing compassion that you make mistakes and all that stuff, right? So when you get to that higher version, if you're thinking that they have to be perfect and you get to them and they're not perfect, well, what's, what's that going to feel like, right? It's not going to feel great. You're going to feel like you failed, right? So you might end up either self-sabotaging your efforts, not doing the things that you were doing that are aligned with who you want to be and how you want to show up, however imperfect it is. Or you might look at this higher version of yourself as like a fraud, you know, or like feeling so resentful of this image you had of this person, because when you reach them, you realize, oh, it's not as um, amazing or magical or mystical as I thought they were. Of course they're not. Like they are still you, right? That's the whole point. They have to be attainable to you. They have to be who you are <laughs> and who you are is still human. So it's not about reaching this level of being a this perfect human being, this ultimate human being who is almost in a sense godlike. It's about existing as your flawed human self and accepting it. That's who the higher self is. It's the, the version of you that accepts the humanness, accepts the flaws and does not see them as bad, but sees them as part of your humanness, but is acting in accordance with the things that you can control that allow you to live a life that is fulfilling and satisfying in whatever way um, and makes you feel good about yourself, um, allows you to show yourself love and compassion, all that stuff. That's what the higher self is. But I think we can kind of, we can forget that or not see it as what it it's meant to be. I fell into this trap a couple of years ago where I envisioned the higher self, my higher self, as someone who is also supposed to save me from my current self, right? They are this ultimate godlike figure and to reach them would be to reach salvation in some in some way, right? Uh, so to get to them, I have to act in ways that are not based in reality and not based in my humanness. It would have to be 
the way to get to that higher version, I would have to defy all the logic of my human self. And that's not attainable. It's not sustainable. And it's not real. And you, so you will end up not getting to that person because you will not be able to. You're already setting yourself up for failure in that sense, right? Like setting yourself up to not be able to live in alignment with yourself because you're seeing this version of yourself you're trying to get to as something that is outside of human ability, <laughs> right? So of course you're not going to get there. And the more you sabotage these efforts because you're setting yourself up to go after something that's not possible to go after, the more you fail at doing so, right? The more you reinforce the idea of, see, I'm never going to be this higher version of myself. They're always better. They're always perfect. And I am here and this is who I am and I'm never changing. So you might then do all the things that you normally do that are not in alignment with who you want to be because you feel like, what's the point? I'm not going to get to this person. I'm imperfect. They're perfect. I'm never going to get there. So I won't do it. It's like, well, that defeats the purpose of even having a higher self to look up to or to ask help from. Because you, the point is to be able to at least step into that person in some way or another, right? Doing the things that you think they would do in, in moments of crisis, in moments of, you know, confusion. Looking to them, okay, what would my higher self do in this moment? The higher self that is still in a, in a court, living in accordance of being a human, a flawed human being who does not have all the answers all the time, who is not perfect. But if they are someone who has been in a space where they have been in alignment with their values, their morals, their efforts, all that stuff for years, say, what would they do in this moment? You know, if they had the the knowledge from that headspace, what would they do? And you can tap into that because it's still you, right? Like you might not have all the experience yet, the way that future higher self version of you might, but you can still tap in and guess. You can still like give yourself some answers that can help you get more information. Like that's the point, right? That's how you take those steps forward to get to that higher version of yourself. But you have to let go of the the belief that this person is godlike or perfect or amazing or they have all the answers. They don't. They are you. <laughs> right? Like that's the point. They are you. They are just you with more self-awareness, more alignment, more you know, satisfaction in some cases, more love for yourself, like but also realizing they are still human, so they are flawed and imperfect, but they have acceptance for that. Right. And that's the key there. That's how I see my higher self right now, after a couple of years of working through this concept, my higher version is is the version of me that is very caring and compassionate towards myself when I don't think I deserve it. Right. So in moments when now when I struggle with something and I think oh, I'm such an idiot, that's so stupid. Why would I do that? I tap into this higher self of me and if they were perfect, if this higher self was actually like a perfect godlike being, they wouldn't have advice to give me about how to be compassionate towards myself when I'm not perfect because they don't even have a reference point for it because they're perfect. They have no, they've never had to deal with imperfection, right? Now I realize like, no, my higher self has had to experience this and has worked through it and has gotten to a place where they can actually look at, at me and my life and my circumstances from a place of love. So now I tap into that person and it helps me so much more than looking at it as this person has to be perfect and that's, that's who I should try to strive to be. No. This higher self of yours that knows you are imperfect and can still show up for yourself and still show yourself love and compassion. That's the person we want to talk to, right? That's the person we're aiming for because it, uh, it is unavoidable to exist in imperfection and flaws. So now when I struggle with something and I think I'm an idiot, how could I have done that? I'm so dumb. I tap into that higher version of myself, the one that recognizes her imperfection and her humanness and ask, okay, what would she say to herself right now 
in this kind of, how would she have this inner dialogue with herself? And that helps me actually look at myself with so much more love and compassion because my higher self would not berate myself and hate myself for, for making a mistake because I'm human, obviously. But if I was asking my perfect, this perfect idealized version of the higher self, she wouldn't have an answer for me because she'd be like, well, I'm perfect. So I don't, I've never struggled with this. Sorry. <laughs> Can't relate, you know? Uh, <laughs> so then like, what's the point at that? So I would never be able to attain being that person. So I, what's the point of even trying, right? So you have to look at your, your higher self as a human being, because that's, I think, the only way to really take strides towards being that person for yourself and only for yourself, not for anybody else and not to reach perfection, but to reach a, a state of being able to love yourself and care for yourself and, you know, be kind to yourself. Like, I think that's the ultimate goal because so many of us are so mean to ourselves and so awful to ourselves because we've been conditioned to think that we have to be that way to, I don't know, motivate ourselves or to keep us keep ourselves in check, not get too big for our britches or whatever the, the saying is, right? Not to uh, attract or to be arrogant or to attract people's, you know, judgment for thinking too highly of ourselves. It's like, that's, that's really backwards, right? Uh, it's not something that I would ever say to a child, but and yet, you know, that narrative's in us and we have, we do tell that to kids at times, right? Like that is something that is um, a common thing to say to a, to a kid who might be a little bit boastful or whatever. It's like, there are other ways to approach it. And I think the process now is to unlearn those ways and to learn the ways that are actually still loving and caring and, and kind and in alignment with who you are and, and who you want to be, right? So I hope this was helpful. I hope it offered a different perspective on the concept of the higher self and helps you not sabotage your efforts. If you want to talk about this in more detail with me, feel free to book a one-to-one -one call. You can also uh, subscribe to my Substack where I write about these topics and you can follow all my social media platforms. They'll all be linked in the show notes below. Um, if you can rate and review this podcast, I would really appreciate it. And I'll be back again soon with another episode.